When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we start out with a big congratulations to Greg Bergman, who has won the And you know what, today. Bergman? Oh. I am Mexico. I had like six you chances did. You there did. You did. To, um, <laughs> to go the other way, and I just, I, I, I was like the Lakers the other night, Michael. I blew a 17-point <laughs> lead right. in the fourth quarter. I am the champion! I, you know what I find amazing? We started a game of games, what, two, three years ago, maybe? Yeah. Three years ago? I have one time I tied for the month. Yeah, you're I have terrible. I never won oh. any individual it's because Bergman and I are hopelessly competitive yeah I mean I just and, I and also you're I'm not just, good at it Mace uh, <laughs> you, know, you, know what? I you don't, don't wait for the question to get asked I have a real Mason. I have a real yeah. don't give a f attitude <laughs> then why do you care that you don't win uh, right. I just think it's funny. I, I mean, I, I think it's funny that I have. Well, I don't I know how funny you think it is month. because tell you what, you I'm going to really apply myself off. in December. I'm going to apply myself in December, and I'm going to win. Well, it's a good mm-hmm. month for you to do that because yeah. I'm going to be gone for like most of the month. Excellent. So you've got, and I'll be in, event. so it's on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and by you, the way, Mace, I don't know how much you think it's funny when Ireland fist pumped that I beat you. Super annoying. Super yeah. annoying. And I, Alex, the security guard, is like, why does everybody hate you? I'm like, because it's, like, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Hey, so Donna, you heard that uh, Mason finally figured out his password today? For oh, what? really? For the for the food app? Yeah. Yep, for the food app. What was it, the what password? Was it? it was uh, my favorite movie, Chinatown. Oh, yeah. wow. And he's mentioned Wait, it. you never guessed Chinatown? No, no, and he never guessed that. Uh, he gets to ask one yes or no question. It was Michael mm-hmm. that said. He said, does it, does it have something to do with movies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and by the way, st- I'm standing right here. I'm facing the wall. There is my Chinatown framed poster uh, signed by Robert Town, my favorite movie of all time. So literally, as I'm sitting here guessing, the answer is directly. <laughs> this went on for months, right? Yeah. It's gone on forever. Yeah, too. finally I get to order. So what are you going to do to celebrate? I'm, I'm ordering from uh, from. Do- I'm ordering donuts. You nah, don't you do it. You've held out this long. Yeah. Don't do it. Right. Oh, Be God, strong. I'm, it's like start December, strong. right? It's like going yeah, back on right. crack. <laughs> it's not the same as crack. For you, it is. Yeah, yeah, maybe it is. Donuts are a bit like crack for me. No, I should probably try to clean up my act a little bit. You've been trying since January, right? I've been trying. Yeah, and you've been I, leaning up. Mace, you've been looking good. Yeah, you. Yeah, have. no, I've been I've been tightening up. I, I'm I'm yeah. You know what? I'll lay off. I'll lay off. I'll, I'll stick no, with you the won't. discipline. Yeah, I'll stick. Uh, as far as you're concerned, I'm sticking <laughs> with the discipline. So uh, where's Cappy? I don't know where Cappy is today. He just took the day off, so we have Beto here. Or today. you can yeah. say, hi, Beto. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate I know, it. Right? Yeah. You know, I'm a yeah. huge Beto fan. I I'm a huge Mason Cappy fan. Is. Yeah. I thought you guys didn't like each other. Uh, we no. squashed it. Yeah. yeah, we we put that to bed. Who yeah, once he to? well he did once he let me on his show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we did. Oh a yeah, show Mason together. knows how to ban you. I believe me, he, he did that for me too. You know, I, why, I'm why'd you get banned? Black, I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> you have Michael. What? Michael. It was Bergman that banned you. Bergman the banner. It's Bergman who didn't want you on the air because you were black. Uh, yeah. Well, here's, no, here's, the, here's, here's the absolute truth. Yeah, do the absolute truth. Oh, Mason man. wanted him banned. And Bergman took the hit for it. Bergman does the dirty work. Yeah, exactly. No, Bergman, all, Bergman agreed with Mason. He didn't yeah, want you on right. the show either. Bergman, well, that's not true. Bergman I wanted two seconds. He needs to ban some other people seconds, from the show. Right? Like who? Two oh, seconds. There's a couple Freddy people here, bro. Yeah, I'll bring Freddie back. Oh, He's no, good. don't ban Freddie. Freddie's yeah, the coolest. Yeah, he had a good Christmas movie. 
Yeah. Well, I downloaded that for the trip. It's fun. It's cute. Is it? Yeah, right, it's really good. good. You, the thing about that is, it has a Latino background without telling you, hey, we're Latinos in it. So it was actually <laughs> yeah. pretty good. My mom loved it. She yeah, it was good. Great. She's got a big crush on Freddie. Yeah. Oh, who doesn't? So do I. <laughs> yeah, I wish God would make me he's look in like the, that. He's in the boat with uh, Usain Bolt and Roger oh, Federer. Ex- and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Oh, and, Ronaldo, and Rick yeah. Fox. And, the Rock. and Rick Fox, yeah. Some good it's looking a yacht men. right there, Michael. Oh, I know, man. I wouldn't mind being a crew on that yacht. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Michael, you know, Sedano's going to be in Milwaukee when we're there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Man, Sedano, yeah. you work harder than Trudell. Um, maybe. Trudell's everywhere. Well, as I like Sedano flies... Like First commercial? Class? No, oh, commercial. Yeah. Well, I fly yeah. commercial. You guys fly charters. Yeah. Is that? So, yeah. yeah. He doesn't. He actually touches his bags, Michael. Wow, you got to get I the Stephen A. Deal, man. Bag. You got to fly private. Sonano, do you fly? Do you fly uh, first class? Yes. Yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. I always. I All always, you guys do, don't you? No, I don't. Our, our, our plane is No, but like isn't that in your contract? Class. If you're an ESPN talent, you should fly first class. Not, I, not originally, George. You had to work up to it, right? Uh, yeah, I think after my first deal, though, I got it. Yeah. Huh. See, I just don't. I, I it's worth I, like I always think when I go to Costa Rica, which is where I like to go on vacation. It's a six hour flight. And I'm like, yeah, but it's it, it's so much more expensive to fly first class and it's over in six hours. So why not just fly coach and spend that money when you get there? Do You ever get stuck in the middle seat? I will not sit in a middle seat. Oh. I will not. I will sit on an aisle and an aisle only window if it's absolute desperation. Mm-hmm. But middle seat, I cannot deal with. Yeah, me yeah. either. But I'm also on like 25 or 30 flights a year so I think for the company. So I think that uh, it's worth them paying for it. You know what I mean? Oh, like, sure. Totally fine. Uh, oh, hey, no. uh, Sedano, we got to go on a six-game road trip to save our season. Like, I saw that. What, yeah. do they need to come, what do they need to get on that trip? Three yeah, or three, a, four or two? What's a reasonable mm. record at the end of this road trip, George? Well, look, they. I, I'm expecting like two and four, but... Mm. I think anything above that is a, is is a, a an, I guess a surprise even to some extent. The expectation is two and four for me. Yeah, I think they can go three and three. Yeah, they can go three and three. But, but possible? anything less than two and four, like one and five or oh, zero and six. Is Maxi playing already? Is he back for Philly? Uh, Embiid is. I don't know if Max. I saw Embiid playing. Yeah, yeah. Because Harden is still out, right? Yes. Yeah. But, but we Middleton play, we might. Oh, you guys might get Middleton on Friday. Yeah, and we also don't play in Philly until next Friday, right, no. Michael? Yeah, next Friday. Yeah. So you go Milwaukee, Washington D.C., Cleveland, Toronto, Philly, oh, man. Detroit. The- so include tonight. Portland, and as, as Beto said, Milwaukee, Washington, Cleveland, Toronto, Philly, Detroit. Yeah, and by the uh, way, Portland crushing loss yesterday. They, oh, blew, they yeah. did the Lakers. They blew an 18-point lead. They melted lead. away, yeah. And then they yeah. got to get on a plane. So, so what do you think, uh, if they the next seven games, let's say the next seven games, by the time you get back to this road trip, what is the record going to be? It's 7-12 and 12 oh, I think they should be Portland tonight. They're on a back-to-back against the Clippers, and the Lakers have done well when teams had to play the Clippers the and night And there's before. no Damian Lillard and... You know, yeah, although although George, that was the case with uh, Indiana, and it didn't right. Exactly but previous work out. to that, you had done pretty well when the teams had come. The other teams you beat were all coming off back to backs against the Clippers. Yeah, even after, though they were at home, but still after these um, next seven games, if we could be, if hmm. we could be eleven and what's that, eleven and fourteen, something like that. No, yeah, four and three. Go four and three over the next seven. We're still in the mix. De- definitely still in the mix. Yeah. Definitely. Still Listen, in the mix. just make it competitive for Friday. That's all I care. Yeah. Okay, because I'm. Oh, mixed, that's your game. Right? Okay. I don't want. I don't want a blowout on Friday. Just give me something competitive. Well, we should be Milwaukee's uh, big time team. Anthony Davis versus Giannis. LeBron's in town, so that should be a real competitive, fun game. So yeah, I mean, of the of the road games, Milwaukee. I don't. I don't think we win. Uh, Washington's a winnable game. Cleveland, I think, is a loss. Toronto. 
Toronto's uh, a back-to-back. On a back-to-back in Toronto. Through customs. It's really tough. Yeah. At yeah. Philly's tough. We should win the Detroit game. No way. Detroit's going to be a day game on a Sunday, the last game of the road trip. So what do you have them going? Three and four? Yeah. No, it's a, no, it's it a night game. It's a night game no. in, in Detroit. No, it's, it's a, a day game day in game. LA. Six o'clock tip in yeah, Detroit. Yeah, it's a six o'clock Oh, it's six o'clock. Oh, okay, I'm looking at it. Yeah. All right, okay. Three o'clock yeah. here. Yeah. Mm. Um, but uh, Still, the last game of road trip against the team. No, but you got to win that one. That's the one that's most yeah, that's winnable. The, that's <laughs> when you're ready to go home. George, no, Sonano's right. It's, so, that's the one game the Lakers might even be favored in. I think they're going to be 10 and 16. So let me ask you this: When you guys mm. go to Toronto, like even though you're flying charter, what's the what is the custom situation like when you guys go to Toronto as opposed to like a regular person when it's they not fly? That bad. Commercial? We you, we land at a private airport, then you have to get your own bags and carry them through customs. You yeah. give them your passport, and you got to fill out that customs thing. Yeah, yeah. And, real quick. and then you get on the bus and you're gone. Yeah. And I love Toronto, by the way. I mean, I don't love it in like you know the dead of yeah, winter. I'm, I'm bummed out. We don't. That everybody uses when they talk about Toronto. What? Huh? Clean. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like it's a clean New York. Clean. Yeah. That's that. Beto hit it. It's like yeah. New York, but cleaner. I've been doing fights in Toronto, so I'm gonna go eight times next year. And I got a guy for you guys. Stocky oh. will take care of you. Except I got a guy. You don't have. But a, you don't have a night there. Yeah. yeah. We don't have a night off in Toronto. Yet, whatever you need, Michael. Whatever restaurant you want, he's got. Oh, you. There's okay. a bunch of good ones. There. Oh, absolutely, right there, right there. Soto, Soto. Soto, Soto is overrated. My you would think it's overrated? I got a great Colombian place. It was good. Here. Don't get me wrong, but I, I thought I was I was expecting heaven. I thought heaven. Giancarlo's good, too, I was in expe- Toronto. Yeah. I mean, Soto Soto was fine, but I thought the food was going to be cooked by God the way I was <laughs> pumping it up. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I love Soto Soto. I, mean, I love yeah. Soto Soto. I uh, you, know, uh, you know who you, you ask is Alex McKechnie. Yeah. He's, oh, got yeah. all the, he's got all the nooks and he's crannies yeah. figured out up mm. there. Yeah. No, he's not yeah. from there. He's Scottish. What's your favorite Please restaurant? You, uh, Michael, I know that it's usually the Four Seasons or wherever you're staying yeah. or wherever the hell. The yeah. Room service. The Rich Carlton. Yeah. Yeah. But if you actually have to go to a restaurant on the road, which is the one you like the most and what city is it in? Well, let me think. Island and I, we usually hit someplace. You go have the chicken. You go to Gus's. That's no, what you I'll do. No, i tell you. When we're in Dallas, we go to the Capitol Grill. Yeah. The Capitol Grill? Come on, Michael. I go there. At least go to Nick and Sam's. Well, this reminds me, Sedano, of my favorite Michael story when it comes to restaurants. So we're in Beijing, and Mike Thompson, our old boss, different than Michael, hey, buddy. Uh, was on that trip because he's married hey, to a Chinese buddy. woman, Jan. And uh, so he comes downstairs one night, and he says, buddy, I'm going to take you guys out for some Peking duck. <laughs> and I said, Peking duck? He goes, it's great. I go, okay. So I call Michael, and I said, uh, hey, Mike Thompson's taking us out for Peking duck. Michael says, can't go. Got plans. I said, okay. So Mike and I and a couple other guys went for the Peking Duck. It was good. So I get back to the hotel and I see Michael and I said, uh, where'd you go? He goes, I went out with Andy, his brother. I said, where'd you go? He gets this kind of smirk on his face. He looks at me and he goes, TGI Fridays. Oh, come on. In Beijing? In Beijing. What the hell, Mike? It must have been connected Fridays. to the hotel. It was close. That's right yeah. around the corner. But it was Andy's <laughs> idea. He said that's cheaper because he didn't want to spend all the money in So the you went to China and got the chicken fingers. I thought they were chicken. They were kind of stringy. It was kind of stringy. I said, man, this is, is this really chicken? I ate it, but it didn't seem like chicken. <laughs> Such a Michael story. Yeah. Such a yeah. Michael TGI story. Fridays. TGI Fridays. What the hell? Yeah. What, are you like 16? No, man, I, was, I figured that was hey, Andy's idea. You find something that works, he sticks with it. But he's in his 60s. Come no, on, no. Michael. Believe Explore. me, it wasn't my idea. Live I didn't a little, go. man. But you Get didn't pay, though, there. right? Yeah, Enjoy I the world. Uh, too. Yeah, oh, you paid for this? Yeah. Michael always oh. pays. Mike's the most generous guy when it comes to dinner ever. That's right. He always picks up the tab. Because Stu, Stu Lance is usually in our party, and I say, well, long as Stu is around, he doesn't have ever to pay for food for dinner because he's the reason yeah. why I got my job. Yeah, okay. So it's my All way, right. Or just a small way to pay him back. 
You know, I don't know. Picking up the check is something that um, I've made a habit of. I can't remember the last time I didn't pick up the check. Um, That's nice of you, mate. Yeah, yeah. Sedano's the always. same way. He, yeah. What's that? Yeah. RJ, RJ Bell. Oh, that that. <laughs> no, you actually did pick up the check. I that was the, up issue. the damn check. Yeah, what, he got me this. He, so R.J. Bell used to be our gambling guy. So he says, "Come to Vegas. I'll show you the you know show you the, the town. I'll take you around you all town. the great restaurants. I'm going to take you to this great restaurant called Milos." And I go to this restaurant, and uh, Juan is there, and a friend of ours is there, and we're sitting down, and R.J. Bell is talking his spiel, and he uh, he says to the waiter, "I'll just have whatever the chef thinks is best tonight." And they bring out this block of uh, salt, and inside the block of salt is a fish. So you've got to pound the block of salt to get to the fish. So you hammer away at it. You get the fish. It was fine, right? It was it was fine. It was kind of a pain in the ass with the uh, with the salt on it. Then all of a sudden, RJ says, "Okay, uh, have a good night," and he leaves. And we're stuck with friggin' bill. And that bill was like six hundred dollars for three of us. It was ridiculous. And, and he's the one that said, "Let me show you the town." <laughs> yeah, that was. So you um, thought he was picking up the tab. Correct. Is well, that I why think he's everybody at the, the table thought yeah. he was picking up the That cat. is that absolutely you... why he's not on the station anymore. Wow. <laughs> so he's banned. That's a good reason yeah. to get that banned. I don't know. I went to, went to a dinner in Miami uh, not that long ago. Yeah. Actually. George always pays. Yet. He will not let anybody uh, even leave the table. Well, Miami's his town. He should, you should no, have any, any city I've been to. Oh, okay. And we had it. What was that we had for dinner? We went to a uh, um, Italian like, place. That little Italian place I like. The going. risotto what did we, we had. Di- what was the special we had? Though? It was really good. That risotto and something else, and it was fantastic. Oh yeah, with like lobsters. Right. Or oh, hey, or let me ask yeah. you guys something before we get out of here, <laughs> as Michael would yeah, say. Yeah, that's what we say in the hood. Uh, yeah, the hood of data point. It's Jimmy V Week <laughs> on ESPN. We yeah. raise we raise a bunch of money. For yeah, yesterday research. was National Giving Tuesday. So right now on on uh, one of the ESPNs, they're they're replaying the Jimmy V speech. Is I would say the most famous speech in American history is Martin Luther King's I Have a oh, Dream yeah. speech. Yeah. yeah. Number two is probably uh, Abraham Lincoln Emancipation Proclamation. Am I right to say that in terms of famous American speeches, that Jimmy V is in the top five? Top five? What about of John Kennedy's uh, Ask What given? You Can Do for uh, your Yeah, country? all speeches ever. American speeches. Hmm. I mean, I don't know, man. The we go I, I mean, it's a great speech, speech but I mean, Kennedy? I don't know. I have a dream. The Gettysburg Address. Well, those are one like, and two. Oh, the Gettysburg Address <laughs> is two sentences. <laughs> Although, uh, yeah, the Gettysburg score. Address <laughs> is very, very short. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, so if, if Martin Luther King was, a, it still was a very important speech yes, in American history. Yeah. Do non-sports people know the Jimmy V speech? No. Well, he doesn't really talk about sports. Right. I don't even know. Is it the best sports one? Would the Lou Gehrig one be one? No. Nah, all he says, I'm the luckiest man on the face of the earth. That's a I mean, it's actually speech. a lot longer than that, to be honest with you. So. Yeah. Uh, so if if Martin Luther King's one, Abraham Lincoln's two. You're saying Jim Valvano is three? I'm saying Jim Valvano is three, four, or five. Wow. Yeah, it's up there. It's up there. I mean, yeah. I, I don't how about like How about like, uh, you know, Eisenhower's like farewell address or something? Yeah, those are, I, I listen to those when I walk yeah. monuments every year. It's none of those speeches are as good as Valvano's. I've, I've listened to JFK, Ask Not What You Can. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, that's good, but it's not as good as Jimmy yeah. V's no. speech. No, no. Um, it, it is, if you've never watched it start to finish, go online and find it. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's probably 10 minutes long. It's right before he died. And they say he barely had enough energy to walk on stage. Yeah. Mike Krzyzewski was with him that day and said, I thought I was going to have to carry him up there. 
Yeah, he, he and uh, and he just very knocks frail. it out of the park. Dick, uh, yeah. Dick Vitale gave a great speech when they honored him. I think it was last year or something. Right, yeah. he was up there, and his Dick Vitale is one of the greatest speakers ever. Well, he's raised more money for cancer yeah. than almost any American, yeah, and he got oh. cancer and he's yeah. recovering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was so weird that yeah, he got Dick, it. Yeah, Dick Vitale's speech was pretty good. I mean, uh, right. uh, so listen, guys, uh, have a great road trip. Uh, John and Michael both going on the road. Yes, um, going to be cold. Go Lakers! Oh, I know the high of thirty-five on Friday. Uh, Gosh. Michael, what time are we teeing off? Yeah, yeah, you would. Whistling straights. Let's do it. Do it. Well, black people don't play below 70 degrees. Uh, <laughs> God, me and Momo God, tomorrow. God didn't in put the meantime, us in Scandinavia. In the meantime, lots of stupidity with Shidano and Beto this afternoon. Uh, back tomorrow at 1, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! Wow. I love this song, man. You just filled right in. Oh, man. So let me get this straight. Yeah. Chris is making fun of Cappy for his hot sports takes. How yeah. dare he? I mean, that was kind of tepid. I got to be honest yeah, with you in retrospect. I, I didn't really think about it in real time. <laughs> but but uh, but yeah, in retrospect, that's pretty tepid take there, Cappy. What's going on there? Come oh, on, bring, bring the fire. What happened there? You know? Oh, man. Where is he? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I, I didn't even know he was taking the day off until I found <laughs> out you were doing the show today. Hey, nice to talk to you, George. All yeah. Right. Yeah. So, good, there you good. go. Uh, I will say this. I am glad you're here because there's like uh, several <laughs> subject matters that I feel like I need to discuss today. That um, yeah, well, we'll start there for sure. But but there's actually a, a, a basketball topic that I feel like you would be oh. more well versed on than anyone, maybe even at the station. But I'm not in the league though. Yeah, but you're you're L.A. though. Oh, and I have uh, league pass. I watch games. You do watch league pass. You were listening to Trudell yesterday. Yeah. Yes. Um. So let's start with Mexico real quick though. All right. Because. I've got a little bit of a hot take here, okay? Oh, I'm gonna have a hot take here. I'm gonna say this, and I know that uh, Tata Martino just resigned, according to reports, right? Yeah, well, he was His told contract was over. Contract right? was over. If he didn't get yeah. past this round, he was done. Right. So, here's what I'll say. Well, look, I think that coaching in any sport, I don't care what it is, soccer, um, basketball, baseball—I mean, baseball, forget it—football. Uh, like, I, I think if you're a coach, 
you're literally there to just get yelled at by all the fans. Like that's yeah. like, that's like job number one, Man. basically. Of course, is, no, no matter what you do, somebody, especially now in 2022, some jackhole on Twitter is going to sit there and say, "You stink. You don't know what you're doing, and no I know how what. to do the job better than you." Like, there's always that. You're there's hired to get that, fired, but, and then you're going to get criticized for everything you do. A hundred percent. So. You know, I take that with a grain of salt in regards to him. Like, I think that he could have done things better. Sure, no question. I don't think anyone's perfect. I think there could have been things that are that were done better. But I'll tell you this. I think the biggest issue, and I've said this from the beginning since I started watching them during this World Cup, their offense stunk, okay? Mm-hmm. Their offense stunk in a big, big way, okay? So big that... I felt like this is one of these moments where it's so embarrassing, like the way they played for basically five halves, that real change has to happen now. Because if it doesn't happen now, I don't know if it will ever happen again. So as much as people want to blame the manager in this situation, and as much as I think obviously Chicharito or Vela would have helped, I talked about that with Dave Demholm yesterday, but even if those two guys were on the roster, I still don't know if they advance to the round of 16. No, nah, here's the thing. And mind you, I'm a casual Mexico fan every four years. And I did buy my kids their their jerseys. You know, you have to do that. Um, and I only watched the World Cup. I don't know what's going on with the other thing else. So, But I, I know when things are bad. And this team was bad. Um, let me give you the hot take soccer breakdown. Because Mexico's okay. been bad for a couple years. Because by, in my group chat, I'm the only one who's like really casual about it. And these dudes get mad during the CONCACAF. They get mad during the Gold Cup. They get mad about the under-20. And here it is. Well, but these dudes here on this pitch were like all, like the under-17 champs, weren't they? Uh, yeah, that was a long time like ago. a long time ago. A long time ago, they, yeah. But they were supposed to be the generation that made them really, really good amongst the elite. Yep. So for the first time since 1978, they're not going to the knockout round. Right. right? So there's people that went to Qatar ready to follow Mexico Deep run. Yeah, right. They knew better. The thing is, leading up to it, the the Mexican meme pages are on fire. And it wasn't like they made the Mexico memes today. They've had them for months because they didn't expect this team to go somewhere. You know, you were... Well, the joke that I've seen is that El Tri stands for not the three colors. It stands for one win, one loss, one draw. Ah, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. So this team didn't qualify for the Olympics for 2024. I'm talking about Mexico. The under 20 didn't qualify for theirs. They lost the Gold Cup. Um, yeah, it's a team that wasn't good. And you knew that. And then you get put in with Argentina and Poland, and you're like, the first game, what are you doing? And mind you, everybody's waking up. Everybody is all patriotic. Because it's the World Cup, you are patriotic. But today, when they started scoring goals, like, okay, good, finally, where's it been? But then you realize Saudi Arabia was also not good, right? You're... It was frustrating to watch. Because if you had any kinds of expectations, like, what are you doing here? And I'm not going to you know, pretend to be the expert or anything like that. That's Denholm. But did I have any expectations? No. And did anybody? No. And the people who are the ones like, oh, Mexico is going to make a deep run, also the ones that are like, the Lakers are going to go 82-0. and You know, those are the myopic fans. You mean like John Ireland? <laughs> Michael Thompson? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's fun and... As uh, in our group chat, it was pretty funny. One of our friends was like, "All right, go- all right, guys, good. I don't have to watch Mexico anymore. Let's talk about the winter meetings. Who are the Dodgers going to get? You know, like that's what it is. Where your potential is going to be at." But yeah, 
Mm-mm-mm. All these people getting up early to watch him. So you don't have to worry about doing that anymore. But yeah. The- Bro, that was... I've Listen, I watched that match, and I was sitting... And I watched the entire... Se- I was in the car for the first half, so I was listening on, like, through my car. English or Spanish? No, in English. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was and then I was when I got Spanish. home, I watched it in Spanish. Yeah. Uh, and it was like, yo... How is it possible that they've had so many opportunities in that second half to score these goals? And it just was like every single time they mm-hmm. couldn't convert. And I, I listen, I, I, this isn't even my team to root for. Yeah. And I was like, how is this even possible? And then when Saudi Arabia scored, I, my oh. tweet in the community was, you got to be, and I put a poop emoji, pooping me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it was just like, how is it and at that insane. time, you're watching Argentina, wondering about the goal differentials and everything well, else. Well, they did a good job yeah. of, of telling sure. you what was happening yeah. in the other match. Yeah, yeah, and that's when you're hoping and this, this, and that. Let's just say that that Saudi Arabia goal was very important for some of the people watching. But here's the thing. there, I am a big believer in after there, there comes a time where things have gotten to the point, and as you mentioned, first time since 1978, they don't make it to the knockout round. This is it. This is, for, for Mexico, this is... This is the bottom, okay? Absolutely. So if you don't, I mean, obviously the, the manager's already gone, but if you don't make like sweeping changes to how you're going to construct this roster, then you're in deep, you know what? Like this isn't going to get better moving forward. No, no, they got to clean it up, man, and a lot. And Well, listen, there's a lot of teams that, that probably could, have, could, you know, afford to do that. And it was an old know? team too. So you, now you're going to come up with kids who have no experience. Ah. But look at what the U.S. just did. They're the youngest team in the World Cup, and yep. they just got to the knockout round. Yep, yep. And that's what, the, the, you know, that Simpsons meme where Homer's falling into the, fading back into the bushes. There's the one, I'll send it to you, where everybody's wearing, the, Homer's yeah, yeah. wearing the Mexico jersey, all of a sudden oh. he comes back out with the USA jersey. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> I Briones, got, yeah. Briones just texted me. He just said, oh, that was low, about a three, and he's got laughing, crying yeah. emojis. Briones had that's the old jersey mind. on, too. Look, I spent I, money on these jerseys just for the Instagram, you know, for the kids. Right. But, uh, you know, it's... Got to do it for the gram? Oh, absolutely. I, I uh, texted my kid. I'm like, hey, man. Uh, By the way, Lauda, Lindsay. Do you know who I met on Friday? Who did you meet on Friday? I met who? Beto's ex-wife. Oh, <laughs> sounds like they got like some juicy info here. Nah, she's not first. No, it was hilarious how great they get along. <laughs> oh, like I thought it was awesome. great. So not not like Cappy and his say, ex-wife. Not Cappy and the baby mama. <laughs> no, it, I was actually we were kind of like laughing. Like at first, Chris and I didn't even believe him that it was his ex-wife. The way they were like chatting, like funny and like funny at each other. Well, good, know, like, good, good on you that you can successfully co-parent and do all yeah. the good things. Yeah, it's been ten years. And, just yeah. like just like your son when we were at the remote and he like came over to say goodbye and shook all of our hands. Aww. I was like, that is like the nicest thing. Like I'm so glad that you taught him that. You're such a good dad. Thank you. You know, it takes a village. Yeah, yeah, but that's also the the Mexican way, Lindsay. Where you better say hello and goodbye before you do anything. Yep. Else, because you will get mm-mm, shamed. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was um, it was pretty funny. Like I was like, I, I when you introduced her, I was like, oh, your ex wife. And then Chris didn't believe it because of just the way you guys got along. It was great. It was hilarious. So thank you, by the way, for getting us. Uh, you know, like getting us kind of on the same page to go to that, that game on Friday. Yeah, so we fun. went to the Bosco Modern Day game, and you know uh, the the guy, Matt Salas, who was li- listening all the time, the guy who one day tweeted, hey, when the new ESPN LA app came out, was like, hey, I'm at the bar, we're listening right now, and I'm like, Cappy, send these guys a drink, send them a drink, send me some money, send me some money, I'll go buy them a drink. 
Yeah. And that was Matt Salas. So he does exist. And he delivered the hot chocolate, too. You guys took I know. a picture I of saw, him. We got to meet him. It was cool. We hung out with them. We watched the game together. And your squad won. Bosco. Yeah, hopefully tuition goes down. Yeah, I don't know what that's <laughs> is my guess. You know, no, private probably, school, bro. It it's, ain't probably never going, going down. it's probably going up. By the time Mateo Sedano goes, it's going to be up. Yeah, yeah. Although, I don't know if Mateo Sedano is going to go private school, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean, I got to be honest. Yeah, he is. that kid's going to be six foot six. He's getting all kinds of high school scholarships, man. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think he's going to be six foot he's six. He's a tank. He is a tank now. Yes, there's no question. All right, we'll get, we'll get him he kicking, come, man. I, I actually, unfortunately, got the lower end of the gene pool as both my parents were the runt of their litter. My dad's sister is six foot two. My oh, then the Mattel has a shot. Yeah, my dad only five foot seven. Not, I don't know how that happened. But, it skips um, a generation, George. You are yeah. right. We got look. I got a kicker. I got a long snapper coach. I got a punter coach. Mattel Sedano's got it all coming his way. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll go Danny Hernandez. We'll try to quarterback yeah. too. We'll see what we'll, we'll see what sticks. We'll, we'll get him all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Uh, all right. So El Tri. I, I'm curious. I would love because I saw on Twitter, man, not just the memes, Beto, but I saw people like legitimately like distraught. They were at bars. They were drinking their sorrows away. There was a, like a, a lot of upset people, just heartbroken. Yeah. Like I would love to open up. I don't open up the phones that often, but I'd love to hear from these people and how they feel after this particular match. <laughs> are you sure like, you want to do that? No, I want to know where they are, where they are emotionally. I, I'd love to hear that. So, all right, coming up, we'll get to that. Oh, man. We'll open up the phones. <laughs> Loud and Lindsay will take care of that. 877-710-ESPN. Now, I also have a uniquely uh, question you're uniquely qualified to answer, and it okay. involves the Lakers and the Clippers, okay? Okay. So, I, I'm going to have that conversation with you next, uh, as well as, obviously, we will hear from the fans of El Tri. We'll do all that coming up. Beto's in for Cappy, 710-ESPN. This thing was a huge hit, man. I remember being a kid. Like, you couldn't stop watching this thing on MTV. They had it like every hour on the hour, it felt like. Jam. When I used to watch, you used to watch TV kids for uh, music videos. You didn't have to watch them on YouTube. <laughs> there used to be music on the TV, right? Yeah. Actual videos. Yeah, you used to actually watch TV. <laughs> oh, man. Now it's like the 24-7 Ridiculous channel on MTV. Right. It is. It's just how stupid can we be, basically, is what MTV is now. Um, by the way, speaking of uh, stupid, and I mean this in like a fun way, uh, <laughs> the uh, website Uproxx um, did a uh, did something ridiculous. Um, uh, should I go, should I go to it right now? Borderline crazy, kind of like Chris taking a shot at Mason in Ireland. He knows that they're going to come after him um, tomorrow. Like, I, I don't even, I mean, I guess, I, you know what? I feel like Chris just invites it. Like, he just wants it. So it's yeah, Like he said, I'm feeling a little down. He wants all the smoke. But anyway, speaking of smoke, so Uprox did a uh, taste test of hot sauces. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said The 20 that. most popular hot sauces in America. Now, some are, you know, made in this country. Uh, you know, some are Mexican hot sauces. Some are Asian hot sauces. Um, so if you had a hot sauce of choice, Beto, and I'll get to the calls here in a second because I know Laura is putting them up for me here in a second. Um, where are you going? Um, I am very brand loyal, being a good Mexican, and Tapatio all day long is mine. Uh, not because I know the family and the Savagers are awesome, you know, right. D-Lo and their family, but they're cool. They're doing great marketing. And I just like the way it tastes. I don't really care for the Cholula that much. I know people go yeah. back and forth. Now, Valentina, I I'll take like, that. I feel like Cholula is at a lot more 
Is is uh, Cholula and Tapatio are probably the the two that are at most restaurants? Would yes. you say that? Yeah. And then Valentina, that's when you put on like the churros or anything oh, like that. So good. Like the, the yeah, but popcorn. Valentina is is I mean gets a lot of love. It's not. It doesn't have the same. Um, like it's not out there as much. Like it's not mm-hmm. as popular. Not. But right. I think the people that like it love it. Like yes, they, they, they vouch for it. You really don't so see good. it on the tables as much. The Valentina, right. uh, it's good. But yeah, I, I go actually the other day, Tapatio sent me uh, the Dia de los Muertos Tapatio bottles, Ooh. the little ones. How, how about like Asian? Uh, I think it's I per, sriracha. Forgive me. Yeah, the sriracha, the hui fung, I think is the way you pronounce so it. So good. I'm not yeah. touching that. See, I'm not a big spicy guy. Ever since I got into my 40s, heartburn kicked in. It so does. I you got to be careful with what I do. And the, that sriracha one, it messes around with you a little bit. Um, yeah, it's it's hardcore. My wife likes to use that one, though. You got to be proactive mm-hmm. and like drink some Mylanta beforehand. Oh, believe me. No, 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 no. So, <laughs> Mylanta? They still make Mylanta? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. milk of magnesium. When she's watching Barney Miller, you know, she's watching. Give all the, <laughs> I get heartburn. Uh, yo, that Texas Pete, that's nothing to mess with. Yeah, it's pretty hot too. Uh, now, Linz, you said you have like mini bottles of what in your purse? So there's like those tiny little Tabasco bottles they give you when you order mm-hmm. room service and I always oh, yeah. save them. The ones a little twist off thing? I'll show you pictures. They're little glass. They're like yeah. tiny little babies. It's got like two the size dots of like in your it. thumb. Yeah. But they always serve them with room service and I keep them because my dad always brings, he's like a weirdo. He brings hot sauce and the weirder thing is he brings his, his homegrown jalapenos when we go mm. out to eat. Damn. Because he'll ask for them, and the only ones they most places have, you know, we'll have like the little canned ones. Okay. Or and he brings them with him, and it's like kind of embarrassing. He like unwraps Why is it embarrassing if you know what you like? Because yeah. he pulls them out of his pocket with like in a napkin and, and stuff, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. So the, I get I got him the hot sauces. I'm going to give them all of them for Christmas. Yeah, the Tapatio, they sent me a little holder. I gave it to my yeah. sister, Veronica, awesome. so it's on your purse. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, she's in finance and with the uppity people all bougie. She has that on her purse right there. Who loves it the most? Her bosses. No, like, oh yeah. my, how'd you get that? Yeah, my friend my friend carries like the little Tapatio one. Like Absolutely. The, she carries that, and then I have... Have like a little sriracha one. Like yeah. I love. If you Valentina. go to like New Orleans and stuff, they have that that crystal. Yes, that stuff is they. Like I, really I went there. In Jackson Texas Square. Yeah. Okay, let yeah. me tell you. When you go to New Orleans, Jackson Square, they have the little Tabasco uh, place. Yeah. You go in, you buy a bunch of the little ones. It's awesome. You know what never gets enough love of the Mexican hot sauces? La Costeña. Yeah, that, you got to be on the other side of the seven ten for some of that. Yeah. Like, you know, you're you're not gonna okay. get that. You're not gonna get okay. that in the South Bay. Okay. Um, that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah, but that, that's at the Marisco spot. You'll find that out there. Oh, uh, okay. You know, also George, uh, the Rolling Hills mo- movie theater by yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yo, they they have the uh, tapatio packets yes, right there. Those are bomb. tell me tell me you don't steal a bunch of those and put it in your I pocket. Do. I actually I don't go to the movies that often, so oh, yeah, okay. I don't I don't know. But well, I haven't gone in a while. But all I know is that they have it there. So you know tapatio on your popcorn. That's the way to all do right. it. Dude, but, Valentina okay. has them too, and the sriracha ones yeah. they have them too. So I'm just saying. Exactly. I got some in my backpack. If you don't want to carry bottles, you, take some. You, say, yeah. Take the packets. Okay. Take all right. Let's go to the phones. Um, <laughs> what a content. George and Downey, uh, feel free to tell us your uh, hot sauce of choice and tell us how heartbroken you were with Mexico today. Oh, I'm definitely tapatio all the way, man. <laughs> okay. And then what happened today? What was what was it like for you after the fact? Man, I was watching the game at, at work. Uh, kind of already, pre- you know, the whole game being, you know, we had a all these calculations to make sure that we you know went to the second you know, top two but i think it's the tip of the iceberg the fact that we that we lost you know there's a lot of things that need to happen both in the federation and and just changes in general 
to like really bring up the young guys to to come up because the next the next World Cup is it's at home, 2026. So, you know, there's a lot of changes that need to be made. Yeah, I, Beto, I, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it, George. Um, look, I, I just think that this is the tip of the iceberg, and thank you for the call, buddy. Um, this is the tip of the iceberg, but this is the moment you have to have. You have to hit a low, at, a low, and this is it. This is a low for them not getting to the knockout round. Absolutely, because now what are we going to do, right? All of a sudden, you're going to go and you're going to put your USA jersey on, right? Jorge, I know you're a Briones. You're going to go put your Team USA no, jersey on. No, Briones will yeah. not do that. Absolutely. He will. Because you root for Mexico what? first, and then you go, okay, once they're gone, USA is my other team. Mm. Watch. That's Let's true. go to Irving in L.A. Irving, what's up? Hey, what's up, George? So I just want to say a couple of things that I, I, I totally disagree with you. Uh, Tata Martino is about 75% to blame. If you look at his past teams, and I, I'm, I'm talking about the offense-wise. Well, his strategy about, certainly uh, didn't work. I'll give you that. Exactly. But because if you look at like when he coached Barcelona, he was out of there before the year ended because of the same thing. No goals, no offensive. He's more of a strategic type uh, defending slowly, approaching, approaching to you know to the opposite goal very very slowly. He has a terrible record when it comes to strategic uh, ways to plan different games. All right, uh, if you look at his history, I totally agree with you that this is the tip of the iceberg. And the, the unfortunate part about the people in Mexico, the guys in the suits, is that it's it's all money. It's all money. Yep. You don't care about the generation. But a transa about the really about the but football. You know, um, I've I've had friends who have grown up in Mexico and that have been at a at club level for younger ages. And if you ain't got the money to pay to stay in yep. the school, guess what? You're out of there. That's just the truth about how Corrupt, it is in Mexico. Bro. The last thing the last thing I wanted to tell you is that the golden age was not this age. All those guys are on the way out. Guardado, Chicharito. Uh, Gio dos Santos, Bella, they're already they're already done. They're already on the way out. That was the original uh, golden stage. Right now, you are looking at it kind of like the older group leaving and the younger group. But again, I just I have to blame Tata for the first two victories for the for the first two losses or ties or lack of offense. This game, I, you got to put on the players. They had so many opportunities and they didn't come through. That, that's how I felt. And um, you know, oh well. Now we got now we got a roof for. Our main country, which is USA. See, but, told you, you know, George. Me, me, me being older, me being older, because of the fact that when I was younger, there was no really USA soccer. I, I went with my parents' team, but you know, we always got to show love to USA as well. Yeah, hi, right, Irving. Thank you, buddy. And then once USA is done, I'm going to Argentina, bro. Then I'm going to Brazil. <laughs> I got you, bro. <laughs> Let's go, man. Whatever, whatever you need, man. Whatever you need, George. I, I'm glad Doctor Sedano is here. Professor Sedano is here for people, letting them yeah. go. Let hey, count. How about this one, uh, my buddy Camacho, who's had heartburn forever. By the way, he says you know baking that, soda. You know, do you know what's trending um, on on Twitter on sports Twitter today? Here are the things that are trending today: Chicharrito, Vela. And 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 Tata. And Those are the three things that are trending. Oh, right. is that Canelo taking swipes at Messi? No, that's done. <laughs> no, well, he apologized, and I blame Canelo too because he should have stayed heel the entire way. And then once Messi missed that PK, see, see, I told you, I'm in your head. But no, nah, he apologized. He went nice. Because <laughs> you know me, I love a good troll. Yeah, I know you would have been. You you were all in on Messi, but then apparently it wasn't actually Messi. Is what happened. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. was it actually you, Beto, that made the fake Messi jersey post thingy? The yeah, one on you? Instagram. Yeah. Ah, uh, you know, what are you gonna do? I, I had plenty of time. Um, I so no job. L- let me ask you this about the Lakers and Clippers. All right, what you got? Okay, because it's funny, like, John was asking me the other day, did you see, like, if he says Zubats, he had that incredible game, right, Ooh. where he had, like, you know, 30-some-odd points and 29 rebounds or whatever. Yeah. And it kind of got me thinking, like, 
Yo, like, and again, this wasn't the reason I was going to bring this up, but while we're talking about just kind of it in the flow of it, you know, uh, I, I think back, I'm like, man, that was a really terrible trade that Rob Palinka made there. Holy mother of God, him and Magic Johnson traded Evita Zubac for Mike Muscala, okay? That was the name. I was trying to remember the other day Holy when I saw that stat. Holy. Who got traded for? Because yeah. uh, Zubac, you know, uh, Zubaka, remember that when he came in? Yeah. Yeah. He was playing G League games, and I, yeah. you know, I do some G League games sometimes. So you would see him down at the G League. You're like, Dad, who is this guy? Was it like 19, maybe at the time, 20, whatever it was? Good personality, good work, and it was. This is another great example by uh, Joey Buss, who goes and finds those kind of guys. Yeah. yeah later on, job. where you can develop them and everything else, and yeah, and I'm like, wait, who did they get rid of him for? Because did you ever think Zubats was going to get 29 rebounds? No, but you knew you saw him having the potential to have a nice career for you. But, yeah, Mike, that was the name. I didn't even want to. Usually I'm one of those where if I don't know anything, I'll go Google it right away and I'll get you the No, answer. no, Mike Muscala, bro. I'll never forget that. Yeah, but I was like, I don't even want to waste my time on this one because yeah. I knew I was going to get upset about it. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, so what's your question? It got me thinking. Now, neither team, right, the Clippers and Lakers. I mean, the Lakers did win a championship, so there's that. Um. But And the Clippers, you know, look. They didn't win a championship, but they did get to a conference finals for the first time in their yeah. history. Right? And we're not doing this how many banners conversation. No, 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 no. No, I'm but, saying with fans are going to get into that. Yeah, I know. I know. Right, right now, I am right? with you. That's not the conversation I'm trying to have right now. Okay. Kawhi is like not really in the lineup. He hasn't really been in the lineup. Paul mm -hmm. George has been in and out of the lineup. The Lakers obviously have their own set of problems. If I had to tell you, you have to pick one team that you think will have more success than the other. Like legitimate success in the next three seasons, okay? Which one of those would you take right now? Because I don't know Clippers if there's an quick. easy answer. I, I don't know. But I, I take the Clippers have. quick. Yeah? Yeah. You're giving me the next three years? Put it this way, George. When the Lakers lost to the Pacers the other night, I wasn't surprised that they blew a 20-point lead. I wasn't surprised that a dagger three, tip out, rebound, dagger three to beat the Lakers at home, wasn't surprised by that. Because that's where I've come to think that the Lakers are at. And I hate that because the fans deserve better and the city deserves better, right? Because there's nothing like an L.A. city when the Lakers are rolling. The vibe. Everybody's happy, right? The two, food tastes better. Everybody's just in a good mood. Clippers, last night with, was it Norman Powell leading the way? They beat Portland. Dude, he had 20, like, 20 points or 21 points in the fourth quarter alone. UCLA's own. And you're saying this as in the next three years. And right? that's their third best player. Yeah, their third best player because their third best player led a charge on the road to win a game down seven, and that's what the points. Clippers have. When you don't have your star, your co-star, somebody stepping up. Right. So let me ask you this: so, Zubas right, the other let, night. Let, let's do now. it this way. Let's do it this way because I know historically, obviously, Russell Westbrook is you know one of the top seventy-five players in the world. You know historically, blah blah blah, et cetera, et cetera, and former MVP. Yeah. But today, in twenty twenty-two, if LeBron and AD were out. Do you think that Russell Westbrook could have pulled out that victory in Portland by himself and the rest of the Lakers? <sighs> Damn. Okay, be... answer that on the other side. Man. Answer that on the I'll let you think about uh. it. Answer that on the other side because I'd love to hear your thoughts. And by the way, thank you for the circle of trust, uh, the Sedano Cap circle of trust, which now, by the way, you have to uh, ask permission to get in because there were too many bots. Thanks, Elon. I mean, you know, there's too much spam in there. Thanks, Kathy. But anyway... Uh, Thank you for all for there. I mean, we're getting a lot of different hot sauces getting tweeted at us in there and people are tweeting at us at Sedano at Duran Sports. Keep keep them coming. 
because I want to I want to go through these a little later as well. But answer that question on the other side. All we'll right, open up the phones right. for people who want to get on the leather couch about Mexico, for people who want to chime in on this conversation about the Clippers. We'll get into all that. Sliwa's going to join us on the other side. I'm, I'm going to have you answer that, but we're going to take your calls too. Don't worry about it. You know what this means, Beto? Um, what? I don't know. I can tell you this because my wife says it. At every uh, quinceanera she went to growing up in Northridge, um, that this was the song that uh, uh, all the Valley girls, the, the white Valley girls like her, used to get down to. Really? Right? Yeah, they loved Suavemente and Elvis. Oh, I thought she was talking about that's when she saw all the tias dancing and she was judging them going, oh my God, what are they doing? No, no. She says that all, you know, she you know she grew up in Northridge and she went to a lot of quinceaneras back in the day. And she says oh, that she grew up in when Suavemente played, that's oh, it. yeah. Like, that, that all the white friends were like, yo, let's get down. This is the one every tia starts dancing. That's when they grab that little <laughs> five-year-old kid. Like, Mateo right now, your son Mateo, oh, if he yeah. went to a wedding, oh, he would be dancing with some kind of tia with tacones and just like, oh, man, <laughs> just too much. He would be covered much. in yeah. lipstick, bro. And they'd be picking him up. Yeah. Ay, mijo. <laughs> que bonito. And pinching his little cheeks. Yeah. Ay, mi güerito. Oh, <laughs> que cute. <laughs> Guerito gordito. Oh, yeah. He's so cute, though. He's so handsome. Yeah, except he likes to eat too much. No, let him, man. <laughs> He's five, bro. Let him eat four, and go to sleep, actually, bro. Yeah. He'll be Damn, fine. that's true. Yeah. He's only four. Yeah. Um, so, Beto, before we bring Slee on, I asked you a question, and then Slee, this, this segment is called Slee on the Spot. So we're going like- to put Slee on the spot as well. I'm putting Beto on the spot first. I asked you a question. You talked about Norman Powell, UCLA's own, yesterday. Uh, coming back down 18 points, had over 20 points in the fourth quarter. He's the third best player in theory on that Clippers team. And he led the charge and, and had a big comeback win uh, on the road, okay, against a decent Portland team. I asked you the question, if AD and LeBron are out, could Russell Westbrook do that today in 2022? Not the 75 anniversary guy, not the former MVP today, the guy you see today. Could he pull that off? No, because he's going to. No, he's not. Because the Lakers don't have the fight. And it just seems like when you're watching from a distance, when they don't have their guys, it kind of just, mm, kind of, mm. So I don't think Russell's going to lead them to it. Is Russell going to give you his all? Absolutely. He's going to play hard no matter what. Is it going to be enough? No. Because he's not going to have the pieces with him. All right, I bring in Slee here. Slee on the spot. Uh, of course, Lakers tonight against those Blazers. And the Lakers, uh, you know, as I told John earlier, they, they've had the advantage of, outside of Indiana, uh, the games they've won, uh, a lot of them have been coming off back-to-backs against the Clippers. Now, most of those have been at crypto, not on the road, but that is the case here with Portland as they got on a plane to come to play against the Lakers. But I'll ask you that question, Slee. Norman Powell, in theory, the third best mm-hmm. player on that Clippers team. Pulled off an 18-point comeback, had a massive 20-plus point fourth quarter. If AD and LeBron are out, could Russ pull that off, you think? Okay, I think stats, he can pull it off. I think he can get – you remember last year, there was a game, I want to say maybe it was against Charlotte, and Russ was on his own. There was no LeBron, there was no Anthony Davis. And he had one of those Russ games. I still think he could have some of those Russ games. It just doesn't mean it's going to equal W's. Right. Well, that's and my question, it though. It's got to equal a W. Mm-hmm. Equal W, no. Have the stats? Yes. Yeah. The, the um, question was, does he win, Slee? Well, the, look, the win portion, I, I, don't, I, don't see a, I don't see a path that Russell Westbrook's leading you to W's that's leading you, even if it's, against Portland on the road, but there's no Damian Lillard, 
I, I don't think – I think those days are behind him. And that's kind of funny to use Norman Powell as an example because that is pretty remarkable. Norman, Norman Powell scoring 20-plus points or whatever he had just in the fourth quarter. Um, they actually have a team. You know, they, they have a lot of role players. They have other guys that can step up. The Lakers, I think they would be incredibly lost if LeBron and AD are not there. And Russ, I know, is accustomed to that. But to lead the, to lead the Lake Show to a W, I don't think so. Damn, even Slee was not on it. That's bad. Uh, so, Slee, like this road trip, Michael and John and Beto and I were talking about this in Mace earlier. You've got, I mean, uh, let's we'll count tonight's game. The next seven games, six of the next seven on the road, obviously, after tonight, six in a row. Uh, it's a tough-ass trip, okay? I'm doing that game on Friday in Milwaukee. Then they've got Cleveland and Philly, and, uh, and they've got Toronto on a back-to-back in there, and then Detroit, I think, to wrap it up. What's a successful road trip in, in your estimation? Um, if you went, and Michael and I have talked a little bit about this, if you went three and three, uh, I'd take that tomorrow and go back to crypto and, and be ecstatic that they're three and three coming back. So uh, obviously you got to win tonight. You got to take care of this. It is kind of, George, you know, you're talking about Lakers have been very fortunate with that schedule the last couple of weeks. They're all back to backs for the other teams. Most of those teams have been below 500. You're going to get a little bit of taste of reality in this month of December, but I think three and three and win this one against Portland, you come back four and three. I think that's a really, really, really good road trip, and I think that's going to be very, very difficult to accomplish. So, in other words, five and two, no chance. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. You know, it's funny, Beto. Because please, yeah. you're the most positive guy with it, man. Well, well, here's I mean, you can be positive to an extent. I think there's just kind of the reality of it. I think the reality is, if they came back and if they came back five and two. George, I'm sure you'd be doing the show and you'd be saying to yourself, wow, that's amazing it came back 5-2. and two. I think I'd be doing the same thing with Trav. I think Mason and Ireland would be doing the same thing. It would be a surprise, right? Like, I think a 4-3 and three trip is a really, really good yeah. uh, you yep. know, week yeah. and a half, two weeks for the Lakers. Yeah, I would agree wholeheartedly. Right. If they can, if they come back three and I think two and four is what I'm actually expecting on this road trip, on the road trip portion of it. Um, I do think they should win tonight, though, considering what they just went through against Indiana. And Portland is, I, I understand Portland has also been on the short end of that stick, but they had to do it now on a back to back, and they had to do it uh, on the road now in this situation. And no Dame. Right. Yeah, they have. Tonight is the, it's the, it's the, oh. said and done. And, you know, when you thought there was like kind of a glimmer of hope there. Not even a glimmer of hope. He thought it was going to happen against the Pacers. I think I left the arena. They were up 13. And, you know, I go up. Oh, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So you left the arena to go to the studio to do the post game, right? Right, right, right. Okay, so you left there up 13. Take me through that. I want to hear that when you walk into the studio. <laughs> George, I was, I was like cruising. You know, I was like whistling across the street. And I was just like, oh, this is- this is great. Laker talk, best one ever tonight. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like this is a it's a great day. I mean, like, what a what a beautiful night. Uh, you know, walking across the street, and it actually it's kind of funny. By the time I got across the street, it's not like the world had ended. They were still had a nine point lead. <laughs> so I now I'm just kind of setting up. Or I get in the studio all set, all this stuff. Carlo's about to do some social, and then it's you know, six, and you're like, wow, that's kind of interesting. You know, it's a little bit closer. And then 
Buddy Heald gets fouled, hits two free throws. Like, guys, it's, it's, it's a four-point game. Uh, let's kind of take things a little serious here. And then, obviously, they go on their run, and it, and it was, you know, it's like the equivalent of the prevent defense in football. They were just looking at the clock and saying, please just let the clock run out. Like, they didn't want to go win the game. They wanted the game to just end. And usually when that happens, you end up losing. And then you're just shocked. Post-game show starts. And it's like, I don't even know what to say. I don't know what the hell just happened. <laughs> oh, Lee. Oh. Good Lord. You, let me tell you something. You have, at some days, you have one of the toughest jobs in Southern California uh, media. There's no doubt about that. I told him that. And he said, well, no, it's okay. I still get to talk no, basketball. No, no, no. There are, listen, there are days it's great because you are – you, you are one of the broadcasters of the crown jewel of the NBA. Of Historically, of there's no question that it's an amazing job. But considering the way things have gone last season and now to start this season, there are some long nights in there. And I would imagine you, because I know you love them, like in a way that like everyone there that's listening to this right now loves them. And you're like, so you're dealing with the emotions, trying to process it, and then also be kind of rational and, and, and objective while you're, while you're broadcasting, that's like a tough gig, man. I'm, I, I get it. Well, that that's funny because the first year that I was doing post, like, okay, hey, you're doing all 82 games, 88 games count the preseason. That's the COVID year. They win an NBA championship, and in my head, I'm like, well, well, this is uh, green pastures, you know. Like, this is yeah. Is, is this how it goes? And, and you know, you're, you're thinking yeah. about, you're thinking about the past couple years before that. You, I mean, look, the D'Angelo years, the Nick Young years, oh the yeah. Jordan Hill years. Think about those years, that the, you know, just kind of seeing these, I don't know where there's light at the end of the tunnel. Um, you know, and I, I, I'm not going to sugar. Last year was, the story didn't change. It just kept losing. There wasn't like a, okay, hey, I have a different story to tell. There isn't a different story. They kept losing. I, I mean, I, I still have, I still have some optimism that they can, you just want to get hover around 500, see if they do anything, you know, by the time you get to December 15th or by the time they get to end of December about making a trade. But you're right. There is this kind of wave. I mean, I, I think the game on Monday is a perfect example. You think all is dandy and then you're, you got a mic in front of you and you can't curse talking about a team that hmm. you love. So it's like, it's a, it's a perfect combination of saying, yeah, I know what I really would like to say, but we'll keep it PG. Yeah. Uh, well, Slee, we know you always do a great job, pal, and thank you for making time for us. We'll be listening tonight. Thank you, fellas. Got a mic in front of you, and you can't curse talking about a team that hmm. you love. So it's like it's a, it's a perfect combination of saying, yeah, I know what I really would like to say, but we'll keep it PG. Yeah. Uh, well, Slee, we know you always do a great job, pal, and thank you for making time for us. We'll be listening tonight. Thank you, fellas. Appreciate it. Oh, real quick, real quick, before you go, what's your yeah. go-to hot sauce? Oh, this should be good. I like Cholula. Okay. Yeah, San, Di- San Diego guys, that's they're Cholula. Yeah. Yeah. It's on, it's like on tabletops my, all over in every go-to. restaurant. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's up. kind of the, that's the go-to there. Okay. All right, Slee. Talk to you soon, pal. All right, fellas. We'll see you guys. See ya. All right. That's Slee. So there you go. Slee on the spot. I like it. Yeah. I like that. It comes strong. Yeah. You gave yeah, it, it is. It's a fun segment. Uh, all right. Coming up next, you and I. Uh, are going to talk about USC. And Caleb Williams is doing something that I don't think has ever been done. I'll tell you what that is next.